0: Welcome back everybody to the Forbidden Mountain. We are in another episode of the Battle for or Battle of the Inks, and I am joined today by the one and the only citizens of Lorcana, Jarrett. Nice to meet you, sir. How are you doing this morning?
1: Well, I'm just so happy to be here and I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So, Jarrett, for anyone who might not know, which seems impossible. <laughs> who are you, and who are you as an influencer in the community? And uh, you know, why did you get into Disney Lorcana?
1: That is a great question. So, as you just put up on the screen there, I run the Citizens of Lorcana Twitter, and me and my co-host James Riley run the Citizens of Lorcana podcast. Um, on my little bio, I put that I'm the first unofficial fan of Lorcana. I can't prove that. I just like to think <laughs> it. Um, when the game was first announced back in last August, before D twenty three. It was like a week before D twenty three. That's when I first got into it, um, and joined a Discord. Waited with eager anticipation. D twenty three came out, and they revealed the six cards, and then they revealed that Mickey Brave Little Taylor promo. And ever since then, I've just been. So I started my Twitter account shortly thereafter. And uh, ever since then, I've just been talking about Lorkana, um on my Twitter account now. So it's been, what, nine, ten months. I have over 10,000 tweets. So um, I talk about it a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10,000, That that's a number right there.
1: It, yes, I know. It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm also kind of proud of it. So Yeah, why? Why? What's there we it? go.
0: There's nothing embarrassing about it. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> you love the game. You you're one of the ambassadors of it, right? You know like you said, you've been here since literal day 1. You're the first fan. I'm not going to let anyone convince me it differently. So, <laughs> it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's as of this recording, Gen Con is what? 11 days away.
0: Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there before we even think about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, that's not true because we'll have a whole lot of stuff to go through this week. So we'll have all (laughs) that (laughs) stuff to think about it, which means, therefore, we will 100% be at Gen Con next week. Like, man, I can't believe Lurkana week was last week.
1: (laughs) I know. So true. I love it. I'm excited.
0: It's going to be an exciting few weeks. Uh, I think there's a lot of hype right now, and that's like one of the most fun parts of the game, right?
1: Truly. I mean, being a part of the community before the game releases, I mean, I remember we call it the dark days after like September when the game was released. Right, right. There were just like a handful of us there chatting in the Discord for, you know, a couple months, just about yeah. these seven cards. And to be a part of that, it's just been a special moment. And I'm excited for the game to release, don't get me wrong, but we'll never have this experience again, as far as right. Lorconne goes.
0: Right. Even, even all this hype building up towards it, right? Like it's once it's out and it's in the, you know, it's in everyone's view, you're like, okay, but this moment right now leading up to it is just like we're never going to get this back.
1: <laughs> so true. <laughs> so I'm just trying to enjoy the ride.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. So, the question of course is on everyone's mind. Why your ink, right? So why did you choose uh to be a part of Team Sapphire? and the lonely, lonely member of it so far?
1: That is, that is a great question. It goes back to the D23 promos in those months, having nothing to talk about. Robin Hood just really caught my interest. It was a beautifully designed card. Um, he was on Sapphire, which I really liked the color of blue that they chose. And I really liked his ability. I had a feeling that card draw was going to be important. And, you know, you have to remember at this point in time, we weren't sure what form the game would take. So um, we weren't sure if you'd be able to get Robin Hood out early. I don't know. But as the cards continued to release, there were just so many different things about Sapphire that I liked. The package that I really enjoy running right now is the ramp package. But as I get better, maybe maybe I'll start running an item slinger deck, too. But uh, that that will take some time and practice, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really interesting and fun parts to Sapphire. And I'm looking forward to us breaking them all down. It is really cool, um, you know, and mostly for me, like the first card that I had really seen was Let It Go. Uh, So I'm a gigantic Frozen fan so i remember when scott shipped me that i was like oh man like, <laughs> sick so let's break into it let's talk about your favorite character and uh give me your uh, your rundown of her of course it is okay. the unthinkable
1: so this is one of the most recent sapphire cards And I don't know, like asking for a favorite is like asking for a favorite child. So um, this is probably just the one that I enjoy playing most recently. Sure. This card is just a game changer. She comes out on turn five. And if you are able to ramp with uh, one jump ahead and Detective Mickey on turns two and three, you can get her out by turn three or four. And she has just these amazing stats three strength is enough to take down most of the early game cards. But that six willpower means she can take a punch from pretty much anything that people can throw at her. She survives a smash. She survives. I mean so much. And then with those three lore, it's not like people can sit there and ignore her. Like she's a threat that has to be answered. And the other thing, I just love the art on this card. Like, especially that Raven, the blue one. It's beautiful.
0: Personally, I think this is a wonderful card. Uh, when it got released, you know, a lot of the negative feedback on so many cards is the vanilla-ness of the game. But this card, I mean, I think we can both agree. Like, this card is far from vanilla. Uh, because that three lore on a five cost in Sapphire, where you can play her early and just start, you know, really pressuring the lore of the game. I love this character. it's wonderful. And I do agree. The art is A+. Plus, right? I mean, but let's be honest. How many arts are really that bad in this game? <laughs>
1: yep, Not that's, that many. <laughs> That's what my co-host James said. He's like, the art in Lorcana is good to great. Like, there's nothing worse than good in this game.
0: Right. right. That's great. I love it. I love it. All right. So, our favorite item.
1: So... Uh Sapphire doesn't have a ton of items to work with. Um but when it has I more do... than
0: Ruby, I promise you.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> um but I have been running Coconut Basket and it's one of those cards where like when you draw it you're kind of annoyed like, "Ugh, this card." But you can either ink it and those times where I actually do play it. It's so handy when you have like your Tinkerbell or whoever um, getting attacked you can heal up the damage and it's just automatic. Like it's not exert it and heal to damage. It's any time right. you play a character, you can heal up to two damage on somebody. So I, I think that the healing aspect is going to play a bigger role than it does right now. At the beginning, we just had these little characters with little strengths and willpowers, but especially Sapphire, we've been getting a lot of uh, characters with high levels of strength and willpower so the more characters like that that we see, the more useful Coconut Basket will be.
0: Yeah, I. it's funny. It's a card that early on I wasn't too crazy about. Um, but my co-host of the podcast last week, John Tata, convinced me that the card was good. So I actually spent the weekend playing it. And I, I had some success with it. it. It definitely has moments where, you know, you, you just like heal six or eight damage in a game. And you're just like, <laughs> all right, this adds up. Like This can definitely add up, so.
1: Like that worst case scenario, you just throw it in the inkwell. So
0: it, that definitely has merit, but I, I, you know, sometimes you want to make sure you're still using the best of your deck as well. So like, you don't want to just be like, Oh, this card's inkable. We can play it. No, that's not always true. <laughs>
1: so disclaimer here, just so people know, I'm not like a hugely experienced TCG player. So um, take it for what it's worth here.
0: <laughs> no. Hey, this is your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that that's right you're the number one fan this is all that matters all right come on don't don't put down yourself
1: it counts for something
0: <laughs> it counts for everything <laughs> all right so uh our favorite action and song and uh of course you are the best and you chose two songs because they're both actions i love it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, let it go is just for you no i'm just teasing yeah. i So the thing about playing Sapphire and Ramp is you have to basically let your opponent get a board advantage early in the game. So having something like let it go um, is critical, especially when they start playing some of their bigger threats. I mean, when I see, just for an example, when I see a Mickey Wayward Sorcerer come out, I let that thing go so fast because I don't want those brooms to come online. Or just even the bigger threats and other inks as well and then with one jump ahead the thing that i love about that obviously i've talked about it a lot is the ability to ramp by turn 2 um being able to bring out those bigger threats like maleficent and king triton um and other characters like that is huge and once you get those characters on board the opponent either has to use something like dragonfire Or let it go themselves in order to be able to combat that. Or they just have to be in a really good board state to be able to handle it.
0: Yeah. Um, I think both of these cards are great. You know, I'm actually hopeful that Sapphire gets an even like another playable action to complement these. Um, But both of them are, are so very powerful and they both have their moments in the game. The one thing that I hope I'm most hopeful for for one jump ahead is I feel like right now we don't necessarily have the best two cost characters um, because I'm a big fan of like playing my two costs and then on three singing it yeah. so we can still get like more out of our resources and things like that. Um, but there is a lot of merit for playing one jump ahead on two. And, you are now it's not like at that point in the game, you really put yourself that far behind. So,
1: yeah. And a lot of people, at least in my play testing lately, a lot of people are getting to that point where they don't play characters on turn one and sometimes yep. even turn two. Right. So that makes it a little bit easier to play that one jump. But I'm right. the same. Like one of my favorite combos is <laughs> playing Detective Mickey and then playing using him to sing one jump. But yeah. in order to do that, you have to get to turn four. So right. um, but it, it is a satisfying con- like I almost always use Detective Mickey to sing one jump if the <laughs> occasion presents itself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not shocking. It's not like you're really needing him <laughs> to challenge or you're not going to really miss out on the lore. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I he's totally not like useful that. for much else. Like, yeah, I love Mickey, but he's great at his job, right? He's great <laughs> at his job.
0: <laughs> but, you know, there are uh, items like Scepter now that, you know, at least leave him with the opportunity to, to swing up and be more useful later on. So,
1: yeah. And I haven't playtested with Scepter too much, but. I have used Merlin um a little bit for that same purpose. Yeah.
0: yeah and it Merlin, is very
1: yeah. satisfying to have Mickey punch up into something that cost four.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. Cause like, you know, he goes from being one strength to three or four or five. And you're just like, all right, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, Mickey Mouse. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> all
0: right. So for you, we've already kind of covered it a bunch, but what is your, you know, your favorite combination of cards to utilize within Sapphire?
1: Yeah, like you said, um, We've talked about this a little bit already, but it's got to be the ramp package with Detective Mickey and One Jump. Um, I really, really want to try to figure out the item slinger aspect. I would love to use Belle, Maurice, and Ariel. Mm -hmm. I just haven't had the chance to explore that yet. But for me, like right now, having that ability to ramp into big inks, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit, but even with the other inks being able to play some of the higher cost characters is so impactful so
0: yeah so what are those things what is your what is what are we ramping into like what is your favorite thing to pair
1: (laughs) so besides obviously king triton and maleficent the one that i've been playing with the most is steel mostly because steel has that removal if people do play a rush deck like stitch um, playing something like grab your swords and see their whole board state just melt away is so satisfying and you don't see that a lot it much is anymore
0: so satisfying right? <laughs> it just feels so good
1: but that card really allows you to catch up because like I said um you fall behind early in the game so between grab your sword and fire the cannons to clear out early threats. <clears throat> um then as far as ramping up i like to play the beast hard-headed oh, okay. especially to destroy their uh their items and then obviously tinkerbell like those are the two that i always try to ramp up to but also lately i've been playing ruby okay. and specifically running the Evasive package right and even if i fall behind once that mickey brave little taylor hits the table that's a game changer it really is he's just so good
0: right like he's just insane <laughs> yeah i like uh i sapphire really feels like it can because of the ramp package and because of how now even now now that we've gotten up to 150 cards you can ramp into a lot of really good cards right so yeah. it, it can pair well with almost any of the inks so far um aside and this is just with the ramp specificness. Like I think item slingers is a little bit different. They're more geared towards others right now, but the ramp you're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll ramp into Mickey mouse or I'll (laughs) ramp into Maui or I'll ramp into genie. Right. Like all of these cards are just so much fun. Just to like smash down on the table well before their time.
1: Yeah. And I will be the first to admit, like, even though I love Sapphire, I'm the first to admit that is probably one of the least powerful cards. I mean, I watch, scott's meta monday breakdown every week (laughs) and sapphire consistently rank somewhere towards the the bottom but with 50 cards still to go i'm hopeful that something will come out that helps raise its stock i think scepter
0: definitely raised its stock so it's gonna (laughs) help a little bit
1: and just even like using it as a support color for something else i mean it's it's having that ability to build up is huge
0: yeah i agree it's a it's a very complimentary ink so far. Um, it just needs something to like really stand its ground so we can be like, yeah, this is why I'm here. And this is why other inks want to be with me. You know? Yeah. And I think that would be cool.
1: I feel like uh, if it had some removal, like grab your sword.
0: Like another, <laughs> just another little <laughs> help to let it go. Right. Like just yeah. something else.
1: <laughs> for, for the smaller ones. Yeah, I agree. But as it is right now, I mean, I... I'm hopeful that we'll get something like that.
0: 50 cards left to go. I'm still hopeful. (laughs) I am still so very hopeful that we get a 10 cost Sapphire card. That's what I want. That's what I want. A 10 cost Sapphire card that just like, I I don't know what it does, but it has to be awesome because it costs this card
1: is played, win the game.
0: (laughs) No, that's no, no, we don't like those cards. Those (laughs) cards, they're not fun. (laughs) Right. All right. So I'm going to now give you the complete, Floor to convince the community why they should join Team Sapphire?
1: Well, I mean, the obvious first reason is that Flounder is part of Sapphire. So that's a pretty epic card right there. there you now, <coughs> memes aside, the thing, the reason why people should join Team Sapphire is just having the ability to play your game plan quicker and more efficiently, being able to cheat out cards sooner is you know, going to help you further your game plan in a quicker fashion. So um, I guess that's probably the most compelling argument. Um, but even having those big bodies like Maleficent and King Triton, once those hit the table, they are a force to be reckoned with that um, makes your opponent commit resources to getting rid of them or just ignoring them and letting you uh, quest for three, two to three lore, depending on who you lay down there.
0: I like it. Uh, It it has a lot to offer. You know, the ramp is great. The item is something we haven't really touched on, but the whole item slinger package is also a lot of fun because it just represents two very different things uh, that you can be doing within the Sapphire Inc. So if you're not just into the straightforward ramp, you can be like, oh, well, I can be into the combo-ish item slingers, uh, which I really enjoy with Ariel. And, you know, now Scepter really goes a long way. Coconut Bassets is pretty good in that deck. Uh, probably a little bit even better than the Ramp deck because Ramp deck, you're only ever really playing one card a turn. That single yeah. deck, so you can be like, all right, I'm gonna just like literally heal four or heal six in a turn, kind of out of nowhere. So yeah, um, a lot of fun. The Ink does a lot of really great things, and for me personally, the Scepter really completes a lot of the stuff that it's missing. Uh, it's not a straight up removal, you know, like Let It Go, but it does help you. Really get the best out of some of your kind of understatic characters that you feel the necessary need to play, uh, like your Mickey Mouse's and you know for you like your flounders, obviously.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jared. I had a lot of fun, and I definitely hope that you were able to convince more to join uh, the wonderful team Sapphire. And as always. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. Make sure you check out our guest, Jarrett, everywhere you can find him. Jarrett, give them uh, all of that information again for me.
1: Again, it's pretty hard to miss. I'm most active on Twitter at the Citizens of Lorcana podcast. I'm also active in the Lorcana HQ Discord. And you can find our podcast, the Citizens of Lorcana podcast, on YouTube and pretty much any podcasting platform that you listen to.
0: Awesome. Thank you again so much for joining me and uh, let's go team Sapphire. Am I right? That's right. (laughs) All right. We'll catch everyone in the next video. See you.
1: Thanks.